Hey, howdy, hey. Howdy, hey. Welcome to the Texans Day. And so we've kind of flopped roles this week. It looks like uh, Stuart is, uh, you said you, you were just passing through Atlanta. So. Yeah, we're just passing through Atlanta. We're on our way to, uh, uh, where are we going? Destin, Destin, Florida. Destin, Florida. I'm going to have to look this up on a map. Well, I guess it's a good. I guess it's a good thing the hurricanes aren't heading that way. Yeah. Of course, y'all probably yeah. still get something out of that. So we actually have today as guest speaker my little brother Robert. He's also my youngest brother, but there's only one brother below me, so that makes him my little and my youngest brother. <laughs> but anyway, he's only two years younger. And uh, say howdy, Robert. Howdy. And uh, so anyway, he's driving right now. So he has he has no choice but to be here. Say that again. He has no choice but to be here. Well, he can keep silent, and he can kind of hang it up on accident, you know, on accident. But uh, anyway, uh, assuming no quote unquote accident happens. rather sudden stop that's right so uh as we talked about uh on the last podcast we actually we're gonna kind of i guess the best way to put it is we're gonna go back to the uh the last two chapters and at some point with someone else that might be able to drop a little more wisdom on that and i don't know Stuart. i'm getting a lot of feedback from your end I don't know if sounds like I'm echoing back there. Say that again. I said I'm hearing myself twice. It's like echoing in the the speaker there. Oh, okay. Well, uh, is that that any better? Um, Yes, I'm not hearing myself. That's better. I was just like everything I was saying was happening twice. I'm listening to myself going, oh, that's... I'm already ADD. There's no reason to confuse it further. <laughs> we don't need to make you A-A-D-D. Yeah, yeah. Ultra or distracted. Yeah, double it up. All right, let me pull up the Bible here using the... I'm not going to use the Faith and Family because I can zoom in on mine. So it's a. And I have conveniently, not conveniently, left my glasses in the car. So I decided not to go get them. I'm just using my old ones. Not that that oh, was... Wow, okay. I know, right? So, we're going to start uh, Genesis 33, verse 1. Now Jacob lifted his eyes and looked, and there Esau was coming, and with him 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two maidservants. And he put the maidservants and their children in front, and Leah and her children behind. Well, that's that was rather generous. Yeah. <laughs> and Joseph was last. 
And then he crossed over he then he crossed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near his brother. But Esau ran to him to meet him and embraced him, and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted his eyes and saw the woman and the children, and said, Who are these who are with you? And he said, The children whom whom God has graciously given your servant. Interesting. Yeah. We're seeing kind of a role slip on who's the servant. Right, right. Of course, he kind of hinted to that before that he was gonna he was gonna say that. Right. Verse six, and the maid servants came came near and their children and bowed down. And Leah also came near with her children, and they bowed down. Afterwards, Joseph and Rachel came near, and they bowed down. Then Esau said, what do, you mean, what do you mean by all this company which I have met? And then he said, These are the fine favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have found enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. And Jacob said, No, please. If I have now found favor in your sight, then receive my present from my hand, insomuch as I have seen your face, as though I have seen the face of God, and you were pleased with me. It's funny, because didn't he literally say he saw the face of God in the last chapter? Right, right. Maybe something to that. Maybe so. Then Esau said, Let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go before you. But Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are weak, and the flocks and herds which are nursing with them. And if the men should drive them hard one day, all the flock will die. Please let my Lord go on ahead before his servant, and I will lead slowly at a pace in which the livestock that go before me and the children are able to endure until I, until I come to the Lord in... Did we decide that was Sayer? Sayer is what I came up with, but it either way works for me. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we haven't butchered enough of these names. Right, right, yeah. I mean, we should probably, you know, add a couple more syllables in there, you know, just because that's what usually happens. <laughs> and Esau said, Now let, let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned, returned that day on his way to Seir. And Jacob journeyed to the to Succoth, built himself a house, and made booths for his livestock. Therefore, the name of the place was called Succoth. Now, I'm going to scroll down and look at, I have a footnote here. Which doesn't help at all, because it literally means booths. It means booths? Literally means booths. All right, hold on a second. I my phone decided to space out for a second. Why don't you read from there while my my phone is doing this goofy thing here? Yeah, it's your thing. Let me. Then Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan. When he came from Padan Aram, and he pitched his tents before the city. And he brought the parcel, and he bought the parcel of land where he had pitched his tent from the children of Hamar, Amor, 
check of his father for 100 pieces of money. Then he erected an altar there and called it El Elo Israel. I'm not sure what that means. You'd have, oh, wait a minute. Literally, God, the God of Israel. Yeah, so that's what El Elo or Elohe means. I think, I think that is Elo. Hello? Hello, yeah. Hello, yeah. So, yeah, looks like in this chapter we've got some, uh, so, uh, Jacob, or I guess Israel now. Uh, first question is, uh, uh, I wonder what uh, Esau's reaction was. And he's like, oh, you're going by Israel now? What? <laughs> this uh, is a change. Right, right. Um, but second off, at Israel slash Jacob was kind of uh, imagining that things would go a little different, you know? Oh, yeah. Quite as nice. He was probably thinking a little bit more of like a, a small battle or a skirmish or fisticuffs or something other than, you know, gosh, it's so good to see you, you know, hugs and kisses and. Yeah, imagine, you know, imagine that moment of joy. There had to be like a moment of pure terror when his brother ran at him. Right, right, you know. <laughs> That'd be kind of like, you know, if this is a cheesy movie, Esau would say something smarmy and just kind of like, you know, uh, uh, oh, I see you're back in town. You know, you're all thief you, you know. And Jacob is just kind of like, I'm not going to to hurt me. You know, and Esau is like, I'll bring it in, you know, get to have a hug and whatever. That's probably not what happened, but that's kind of what I'm <laughs> envisioning here, you know. Right. Kind of like this but, uh, uh, This land is not big enough for the two of us kind of moment. Right, exactly. And then, and then you know, just just enough tension to, to get Jacob to, you know, uh, shiver and kind of remember, you know, bring back everything, you know. Uh, and I do love that yeah. he's kind of reverting here, you know. He's, I, I think there's... There's in a way he's come to terms with, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have done this. So you know, in a way, I am I, your uh, servant. And that's the way he came before. He, I mean, way ahead of time, he was planning for this. He's like, you know, you know, when 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 he sent his servants out to tell Esau's servants that he was coming, he said, "Call him my lord." Uh, I tell him that his servant uh, Jacob is coming. You know, this all that and. Uh, so he was very humble, real humble. And he was kind of looking forward to a little bit of a fight, you know. Uh, and I think, I'm pretty doggone sure that's why he put the women and the children in the back. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. You know, there's a moment he was where... He kind of planning for them to like, you know, okay, if it comes to a, a little bit of a war here, um, you know, A, I want my servants and men and sons and whatever in the front so that they can fight, and B, I want the women and children in the back so that they don't get hurt, and then D, you know, it just kind of works out. Just kind of, in case there's a fight, and just to protect the women and kids, you know. And I, I do wonder how old Joseph is at this point, because it said he was in the very back of the line. Right. So, you know, that there could go back to the chosen one type of dialogue there, uh, right, one right. could easily think about that, but I was also wondering how old he was because, you know, previously 
all of them are mentioned as children, but it yeah. very selectively points him out there. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really say, does it? No. What do you think, Robert? Uh, our guest speaker, guest speaker. Um, how old do you think Joseph was? Give us a place your bets. Not the last thing to find out. But, yeah. Robert has no idea. I'd have to have context from Words of wisdom from Robert. Anyway, no, sorry. Put him on the spot there. Uh, just kind of shaking him up a little. Always. That was that was kind of da- that was kind of Dad's reaction when I told him to read thirty eight by accident. Oh, we were on thirty. Yeah, he's just kind of like. Uh, no, I can't prepare at all. Yeah, he was. He was like, uh, uh, "How did he put it?" He said, uh, it's, "It's better to remain silent and be thought a fool, and and instead of opening your mouth and remove all doubts." And remove all doubts. That's the motto of my life. <laughs> and every time my life starts going the wrong direction, it's usually because I forget that. <laughs> it's funny. I've never heard my dad say that. You know, you know, the first person I ever heard say that. Ron Kohler. Really? I know. I think I've heard him say that. Yeah. He said he said that one day when I was I I don't remember what the conversation was about, but I I asked him a question and he just didn't say anything. And then I I think it was after after we had had like lunch with uh, with Martin and Debbie, he kind of pulled me to the side and he was like, you know, this is a lesson you ought to learn. And I was like, oh oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. And I could hear him saying it too, paraphrasing a little bit in his uh, Queen's accent. Yeah, <laughs> that I can't <laughs> do. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, what other thoughts? Besides the fact that the place that they passed is called Second, and it sounds weird. I mean. Th- this uh, this chapter is pretty straightforward, you know. It, it it very much is, I'd say, a chapter of reckoning. It is, and there's I actually heard a sermon on this. Uh, oh, I suppose it was a year ago. Probably not even that. It was probably early this spring, you know, before everything went down, COVID wise. Uh, but uh, I've you know, forgot everything that was said. I remember what the sermon is about, but that's about it. Was it, what is it, was it one of Martin's sermons? No, 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 this is at uh, my church in Austin, uh, Redeemer Prez. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it was earlier this spring, uh, before spring break, you know, before everything went down. Probably, honestly, it's probably in, uh, Oh, I don't know, February or something. So probably not even spring yet. So be, be, before all the COVID stuff had started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but like I said, I don't remember too much of it, but I just remember that that's what they talked about. He talked about Eric Landry. But uh, yeah, right. so anyway, yeah, there's other there's lots. More that you can draw from this, uh, I know, but that's as much as my limited understanding of scripture uh, is coming up with. So I'm 
ready to move on to the next chapter. If you're I, ready, I'll read. Indeed, I am. Well, I was going to read, but I, I will. I'll digress. <laughs> no problem at all. I might even ask Robert to read. Now he's driving, so that would be it. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Not reading anything. Put that hat on, Goose Control. He can just. He's got it on autopilot. I was about to say that. Yeah, he's getting really used to that autopilot. Yeah, you read and I'll take the wheel. Bad idea. Don't do it. Not saying that I haven't done it before, but anyway. Uh, so this is Genesis 34. I am not reading from the Duck Commander Faith and Family Bible, but it is New King James Version. Uh, so this is the Blue Letter Bible, and uh, if y'all are looking for a, you know a Bible to to read off of uh, on your phone or a Bible app or something. If you don't have uh, the luxury of, you know, paper and ink, uh, Blue Letter app, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it is definitely highly recommended. So, Genesis 34, one, uh, chapter one, uh, verse one. Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had born to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and violated her. His soul was strongly attached to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the young woman and spoke kindly to the young woman. So Shechem spoke to his father, Hamor, saying, Give me this young woman as a wife. And Jacob heard that he had defiled Dinah his daughter. Now his sons were with his livestock in the field, so Jacob held his peace until they came. Wise decision. <laughs> then Hamer, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. With him. The sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it, and the men were grieved and very angry, because he had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, the thing which ought not to be done. There you go. There it is again. It ought not to be done. That's right. But Hamer spoke to them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. And make marriages with us. Give your daughters to us and take our daughters to yourselves. So you shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you. Dwell and train in it, and acquire possessions for yourselves in it. So, uh, before we move on there, uh, so, yeah, let's see. Uh, Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, prince of the country. So, I think Jacob is kind of, he's probably kind of thinking to himself, God got it. I was kind of wondering if this had ha happened coming into the land of Canaan. This is he was kind of maybe uh, waiting for something like this to happen and not very happy. You know, it's kind of like, oh shoot. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, especially the way you know Abram had or Abraham had beckoned him not to marry with the daughters of the men of Canaan. Right. Right. So he was probably expecting this, but at the same time. Uh, wasn't looking forward to it. Uh, and you've got Hamor, 
saying, you know, hey, you know what? Doggone it. He shouldn't have done it, but let him have your daughter as a wife and let my daughters be your son's wives and vice versa and all that jazz. And Jacob is probably thinking right now, eh, no, that's not actually. Well, and, and also what I don't see here is any apologetic nature either. It's very, right, right. it's, it's very like, well. Yeah, it, it, it happened. Let's just move on. Right. Let's, let's let's shuffle it under the rug as if nothing happened, and we'll all just be friends. Yeah. And Hank which probably knows that Jacob is, you know, it's not really something that Jacob really wants. Uh, but again, commonplace for land of Canaan, and uh, you know, eh, you know. Let's just kind of roll with it, man. You're in the land of Caden now. Yeah, and and you can easily imagine this is probably something that has happened before. Right. You know, this is is probably not a a one-time endeavor. I I feel like that might just be the way the people are, you know, just just like, you know, rolling free with sin as if it's just another thing, which I think in in today's world we see that, you know, a lot. And in some places more than others, like Asheville here, you know, it seems to run wild and free here. Uh, but sure. in but in other you know small towns and cities uh, across the United States, it it's not it's not that way. Yeah. Like yeah. I can see how somebody from you know, no land Arizona coming to Asheville would be like, oh, well that 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 just that shouldn't be done. <laughs> right. You know. You, you, Am I right, Robert? Yeah. Okay, good. Robert says, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you come. Everybody seems to come from, and I'm not I'm not suggesting this is what the way it should be by any means. But everybody, you know, in in the United States, obviously we could we could spread that to the world. But um, individually, each region has a seemingly their own set of morals, whether they're a highly pagan area or whether they're a more Christianized area. Which for this area, I find that to be funny because at one time this was a very highly Christianized area, and it seems to have kind of, at some point in the last you know twenty five years, flipped a coin and and kind of gone to the more pagan style attitude toward things. Yeah, yeah that's probably about right. You know, so so, um, so I'm gonna we're gonna have to take a break right here. So so oh, hold yeah. hold that thought. Let me take the break, and we'll be right back. All right. All right, we are back. All right, we are back on. So, let me get uh, back to my Bible here. Uh, where did we leave off? Okay, yeah, we're talking about, uh, well, I guess it was 10. We left off in 10. So you shall dwell with us. And the land shall be before you, dwell and trade in it, and acquire possessions for yourselves in it. So yeah, I guess we'll move on from there. Then Shechem said to her father and her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and whatever you say to me, I will give. Ask me ever so much dowry and gift, and I will give according to what you say to me. But give me the young woman as a wife. But the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamar his father, and spoke deceitfully, because he had defiled Dinah their sister. And they said, and they said to them, We cannot do this thing, 
to give our sister to one who is uncircumcised, but that would be a reproach to us. But on this condition, we will consent to you. If you will become as we are, as every male of you is circumcised, then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if you will not eat us and be circumcised, then we will take our daughter and be gone. And their words pleased Hamar and Shechem, Hamar's son. So the young man did not delay to do the thing. Because he delighted in Jacob's daughter, he was more honorable than all the household of his father. Hmm. And Hamar and Shechem, his son, came to the gate of the city and spoke with the men of their city, saying, These men are at peace with us. Therefore, let them dwell in the land and trade in it. For indeed, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us as wives. Let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men consent to dwell with us, to be one people, if every male among us is circumcised as they are circumcised. Will not their livestock, their property, and every animal of theirs be ours? Only let us consent to them, and they will dwell with us. And all who went out of the gate of this city heeded Hamar and Shechem his son. Every male was circumcised, all who went out of the gate of the city. Now it came to pass on the third day, when they were in pain, that two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword and came boldly upon the city and killed all the males. And they killed Hamar and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah from Jacob's house and went out. The sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the city because their sister had been defiled. They took their sheep their oxen and their donkeys, and was in the city and, and what was in the field. And all their wealth, all their little ones and their wives, they took captive and they plundered even all that was in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have troubled me by taking me obnoxious by making me obnoxious among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. And since I am few in number, they will gather themselves together against me and kill me. I shall be destroyed, my household and I. But they said, Should he treat our sister like a harlot? And that is the end of the chapter. Wow. I I, I kind of remembered that was coming, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the one. Uh, but you, you I, I don't know. Uh, you, you know, it, it is. They, they do have a valid point. <laughs> Maybe the wrong way of going about it, but they do have a valid point. You know, he, he didn't, and, and as I said previously, he didn't seem, he didn't seem very repentful of his action. Yeah. He was kind of, as you said it, ah, this is the way it is, let's move on. You know, um, yeah. but yeah, wow, that's, uh, that's definitely a, at speaking biblically here, a deceitful way of doing it. It is. And as we know, you know, the house of Abraham is not about deceit. <laughs> no, they 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 tend to do it very freely. That that is their it seems to be their golden sin here. Right, right. You know, uh and you know, uh, by being deceitful, I mean if they just like, you know, uh you know, heck with that, draw your sword for fighting, uh 
probably wouldn't have worked out as well, but because they kind of had everybody uh, playing along and uh, doing the whole circumcision thing, uh, you know, everything's going to work out great. We're all going to intermingle, and we're going to send our daughters and give our daughters, and it's going to be great. Uh, they kind of, you know, took them by surprise. To me, that sounded kind of like... Uh, Two uh, mafia groups going at it. I know, I right? Like. <laughs> I have little images of, you know, John Wick here, you know? Yeah, very much. It wasn't killing a puppy, but defiling a daughter, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Body count, wow. Yeah, and, and it seems to, obviously, I, I think they were very outnumbered anyway. Uh, so, I, it... As you said, you know, it just made it easier for them to do it because they probably would have been easily slaughtered. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't have been a quote unquote fair fight either way. Probably not. Wow. And I don't even have any footnotes. So there's nothing. There's nothing here that is you know extra to this. It's pretty pretty straightforward. My my only question is, I wonder if Dinah was in on it at any point. Right. I don't know. It doesn't say, does it? No, no. It, it very much looks like they just dragged her out like, you're not marrying this. What are you? Are you kidding? You thought we were just going to do this thing? No. Right. And and obviously the last few verses very much lay that out that, you know, Jacob was not in on it either. Yeah. It was no, probably, no, no, he wasn't. They probably fact, come in riding... Uh, it only mentions what uh, Simeon and Levi, yeah, and it, it's just Simeon and Levi. It doesn't say any of the other brothers did it. Nope. So that that uh, that is even more interesting. Did did only two of them do all this? Now I don't remember whose daughter Dinah was. I don't remember. I think all it says is Jacob's daughter. I don't remember. If, you know, no, it it does it does say it does say hold on it does say does it does it yeah does hold it, on yeah I'm pretty sure it does say let me see here oh uh, yeah okay Dinah the daughter of Leah, Leah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, I don't remember was uh, Simeon and Levi were they Leah's daughters also you know I don't actually know. Kind of wondering, you know, Simeon and Levi sticking up for their sister, uh, but none of the other brothers do. And so I'm wondering if maybe it's the brothers that were, you know, the direct direct siblings, if you will. Well, I, I almost uh, wonder because didn't I, I think we read in 32, wasn't uh, wasn't Rachel barren for a while? Rachel was, yeah. So she oh, might. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think all of the older children came from Leah. Well, it wasn't just Leah. Remember, it was Leah had four children, and then she stopped having children, and so uh, Rachel was like, "Oh, you know, I can't have kids. What's going on here? Here's my, uh, here's my handmate. Um, I with her, and her children will be my children, right?" Yeah. And I forget what her name is, uh, but there was a couple of kids through her, and then Leah could have kids again, so there's more kids through Leah, uh, and then 
Rachel was opened up and they had, I think, two or something like that. So I'm, I'm looking back here. I'm trying to find it. Two, 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 two. But regardless, whatever all this going on, it's pretty clear that Jacob was like, guys, guys, man, come on. That's not cool. <laughs> Talk about things that ought not be done. Right, right. And he's like, you know, you're making me a... Uh, making me obnoxious to these guys. They're going to come get me. And, uh, and you and all of us. You know, they're going to gang up on us now. Yeah, so uh, it's very funny. The the well, it's it's not really funny, but it is interesting. Uh, the the first few sons that were I don't actually see where Levi comes in. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I, I kind of wonder up until this point was he one of the other sons and and daughters. <clears throat> but that is interesting that it's only two of them mentioned. Yeah. Now I, that, I, I, that I, me that it was just two of them that were doing it, you know, yeah, just those two. It, well, and, and it may have been one of those things. They were, they were the ones that were deceitful and planned it. Right. It's like, Hey guys, uh, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to go in, make this happen. And then, you know, when they're at their weakest, that's when we're going to strike. Which I'm, I'm not going to lie. That's that's uh, that's some pretty decent warfare right there. But right, right, yeah. But uh, I, I the, the consequent. There's always consequences. Sure. You know. So let's let's go on. I'll I'll read. Uh, I'll start reading in thirty-five here. <laughs> then God said to Jacob, "Arise and go to Bethel and dwell there." And make the altar there to God, who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. So this seems to be a, a safe space. Right. A, a place of, of, I guess, shelter, if you will say. And Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods and all that are among you. Purify yourselves and change your garments. Let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make an altar to God, who answered me in the day of my distress and has been with me all the way which I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hands, earrings which were on their ears, and Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree, which was by Shechem. So there you have the terebinth trees again. Yeah. And they journeyed and were in the terror of God was upon, was upon the cities that were all around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. And Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And he built an altar there and called the place El Bethel. <laughs> because there God appeared to him, and there God appeared to him when, they, when he fled from the face of his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the terebinth tree, so the name of it was called Alonbekath. Which I'm going to roll down here to my footnote. I think that's Terebinth of Weeping. Terebinth of Weeping. Yes, it is. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel. 
Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. I feel like we've been here before. And God said to him, I am the God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation of company of nations. Let's read that again. A nation and a company of nations shall proceed from you. And kings shall come from your body. The land which I gave Abraham and Isaac I give to you. And your descendants after you I shall give this land. Then God went up from him in the place where he, where he talked with him. So Jacob set a pillar in the place where he talked with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured a drink offering on it, and he poured oil on it. <laughs> Interesting, a drink offering. Yeah. I mean, what <coughs> what do they do, pour wine on it? <coughs> Probably. I mean, that, yeah, that, that would actually make sense, but I, I just, I don't, again, I pick out something I haven't heard or noticed before. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him Bethel. And they journeyed from Bethel and went, and when there was but a little distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel labored in childbirth, and she, and she had a hard labor. Now it came to pass when she was in hard labor that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, you will have this son also. And so it was, as her soul was departing, for she died, that she called his name Ben-Oni, but his father called him Benjamin. Aha! Uh -huh. There it was. So ben, just, ben didn't come around yet. No, he wasn't here yet. Yeah. Also, so Ben-Oni meaning uh, the son of my sorrow. Right. Okay. The son of my right hand. Mm-hmm. And so 19 is, so Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar on her grave, which is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. When Israel journeyed and, when Israel journeyed and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder, and it happened when Rachel dwelt in, when Israel, I don't know why I said Rachel, when Israel dwelt in the land that Reuben went and lay with Billah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard about it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. So he had twelve sons at this point. That's a that's a yeah. not even not including the daughters. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulon. So those were the sons of Leah. So yes, Simon and Levi. Simeon and Levi were actually Leah's, uh, Leah's uh, sons. And, yes. Uh, uh, Dinah was also Leah's daughter. Uh, yes, I do believe you're right, yeah. So, yeah, that, that is right, yep. So the sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's maidservant, were Dan, Naphtali, and the sons of Zilpah, Leah's maidservant were Gad and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padaram, or Padan Aram. And then Jacob came to his father Isaac in Mamre, and Kerjath Arba, that is Hebron, so we're back at Hebron, when Abraham and Isaac had, where Abraham and Isaac had dwelt. Now the days of Isaac were 180 years. 
So Isaac wow. breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, being old and full of days, and, his, and the sons of e Esau and Jacob buried him. So, wow. We get uh, both Rachel and, and Jacob have, uh, well, no, no, it's, it, I guess that would be Isaac. So Isaac died at this point. Yes, Isaac uh, died. So you have all 12 sons and. Daughter-in-law and, and uh, daddy died. Yep. And, and. Yeah. Oddly enough, it it and, and it, I don't think it ever really does, but it didn't mention how old she was. No, no. Which it would be interesting to know that, but you know, gen generally we're not given this information. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, can I just say, wow, <laughs> good grief! Are you serious? About which part? <laughs> about which part you know like uh, uh, lying with his uh, oh, what did you even call her the concubine his, his dad's concubine but she's also the mother of a lot of his stepbrothers so so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna revert to Paul and Corinthians here you know when the the son was was sleeping with it didn't say his mother it said his father's wife so, oh yeah his aunt yeah oh, i didn't even think about that uh, yeah yeah no bueno ruben <laughs> yeah that's uh you know you're not getting a pat on the back for that one no no that's just weird and you're weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah, what is it? The things that ought not to be Robert says it's raw. It's just raw. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's one of those things that ought not be done. It ought not be done. Sleeping with your stepmother? Weird. That guy's got weird taste. Really weird. <laughs> that guy's got weird taste. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, He's, anyway. he, he was going after the older women before it was a thing. <laughs> oh, hey, sweet home Alabama. We just crossed the state line into Alabama. All right. And I think it's straight from here to Florida's next. I guess but I didn't. have a bit of Alabama to go through. I didn't realize you went through Alabama to get to Florida, but I've never promised anyone that I was good at geography either. Yeah, we went down through Atlanta. And then kind of straight down through Alabama. I guess it depends on which part of Florida you're going to. Yeah, it depends on which part of Florida you're going to. We're going to really mid-section of the Panhandle. If you're going to the peninsula part, then you go through Georgia. South Carolina and Georgia. Yeah, South Carolina and Georgia to get there. But okay, that, make, that makes more sense. Well, I tell you what, on what part of Florida you're going to, really. We, or North Carolina, anyway. Right. Well, we, we've got a couple minutes. Do we want to start reading into 36 here a little bit and maybe discuss some of what's to come? Well, we could. Um, what kind of couple of minutes do we have left? Oh, roughly, I'd say, four. Oh, well, we'll probably, we'll probably go ahead and call it an episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that's probably good. 
And uh, and so winner, you'll be coming back this way on Thursday or uh, like next Thursday, correct? Yeah, next Thursday. So we'll probably so, uh, we'll probably be doing a, a couple more podcasts on call-ins. Right, right. Well, outstanding. Well, y'all be safe on your trip, and uh, I guess y'all have to let me know when you get there. Take lots of pictures, enjoy your time, and we'll see y'all folks on Tuesday. Sounds good to me. All, All right. right. Adios. Adios. Thank you all for listening to The Texans Take. You can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and more.